This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's the Laurie and Julia Show, My Talk 107 on Everything Entertainment. Thank you for joining us on this Thursday. Laurie is uh, elsewhere, uh, not Area 51. She's not there. She's elsewhere. So we're happy to welcome the co-host of the Weekly Dish. It is Stephanie Hansen. Hello. Hello, girl. time no see. Yes, I know. It's been the last time I saw you, we were having a delicious dinner at uh, Lynn 65 in Richfield. Oh, that was so yummy. It That's was fun. Right. That was so fun. All right. So lots coming up today, but I'm just so excited that we're going to be chatting with Jennifer Werner. Uh, her new book is Mrs. Everything. She's written everything from good and bad, not good and bad, in her shoes, on her shoes, all these books. But this one is a completely different book for her and her story is amazing so that's going to be coming up later on in the hour i want to give people a heads up too um have you ever seen the play 42nd street no it's all about tap dance and showtime showtime donnie have you seen it more than once okay is it just fantastic oh, yeah, it's a lot of fun i, I cannot fun wait and frothy I cannot wait. Who's doing it? Is it the Guthrie? It's at the Ordway. The Ordway. Okay. It's at the Ordway. And I just don't know that people know that we're having a special evening there. On um, We gave away tickets uh, last week to it, but next is next Thursday already, July 25th. It is. Where does the time go? Next Thursday, July 25th. And we're having a meet and greet before the show with Lori and I and Elizabeth Reese from Twin Cities Live and Des from KS95 and a little little party little party action and then um seeing the play with everyone i think it's opening night that sounds really fun doesn't it yes. i'm so my mom is coming with me she's dying she's like oh tap 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 and i'm like yes <laughs> you'll love it um but we have a special offer for tickets so you just go to the my talk page keyword 42nd street and then there's directions Right there, it'll link you to the Ordway space to buy seats for the evening. And if you put in keyword Hubbard, I think the tickets are only like um, $50 or something. They're just $50 when you enter Hubbard. And then you get the little reception. And then you come to the little reception with us. And I think it's going to be a really fun night. So I hope people take advantage of that because, you know, that's a really good deal Mm -hmm. to see a show. And so we're very excited about that coming up. Um, Big, big news stuff. Do you want really? to know? Yes. Do you want to know it, people? <laughs> I do. It's not raining. <laughs> no. We're it not. is high humidity and 90 it's some. Lovely out. I, it's lovely out. But we, I just read something and I thought, okay, people are starting to pay attention to travelers. Delta Airlines. 
Okay. Okay, so they just announced this today, and I'm just teasing that it's big, big news. I have so many questions I want to ask you about weddings, though. Sure. Um, that I'm dying to ask, but this just came. Delta is eliminating extra fees for sports equipment, such as bike, golf clubs, surfboards, skis, because you used oh, to have to fantastic. pay 80 bucks at least yes. for your skis. Right? Oh, fun. Donnie was fortune. Uh-huh. So for sporting passengers, they've just um, made a hole in one, no pun intended. And so they're eliminating the $150 fees that they would charge Ooh. for your golf clubs, for your bike, for your scuba gear, other large pieces of sporting equipment. So this is going to be um, effective on tickets purchased beginning is today. This, what's today's date? July 18th. So it was effective yesterday. Excellent. So this Delta, is, way to go. Don't you think? So I've I think always loved you. I love you even more. Isn't that great? Yes. And now they feed you on these big international yes, flights. Yes, they are feeding right, you if yeah. the flight's 6.5 hours or more. They give you a little service, which mm-hmm. I appreciate. I do. So anyway, I just wanted to. Yes. I thought that was great news. Because we cause wouldn't fly so Delta because of the ski thing when we would go out to ski out west. We'd mm-hmm. fly. Oh, spirit. Oh, that's really taking a. (sighs) That's really going. It is really going cheapo when you hit the spirit. (laughs) And you just got to know that they'll just cancel your flight sometimes and they barely even tell you. (laughs) Honestly. We're lucky we have Sun Country. Um, We're lucky. We are. Okay, so here is a question I have for you. So this was on the internet the other day is that um, a bride to be required. Quest that all the guests coming to the wedding eat before they come to the wedding because she's just going to serve four types of cookies. Is, is that wrong? Is this, is this, is this, I love a, the idea. Is this a do or don't? And she mentioned the type of cookies and um, she was going to be serving a ginger snap, chocolate chip cookies, oatmeal raisin, or peanut butter. And in this long document that, of course, someone who got invited to shared it on Facebook, shaming everyone. Was baffled. The art you have to um, RSVP to the guest. You wouldn't be allowed into the ceremony unless you did. Unless you responded, they will not have a chair for you. Well, you have to RSVP. That makes okay, sense. Okay. Well, but that's what do you weird. think about a cookie bar? I love it. I actually love the idea of sort of alternative things mm-hmm. and living up to your means. And if you feel like you want to get married and you want to do something fun and have cotton candy and cookies. And I think that's pretty fun. I kind of, I thought it was interesting because I would, if they had ice cream with it, I would just die. Yeah, And you know, I'd want you to have alcohol, but absolutely. Alcohol and cookies is great. Or like if you, um, someone else did, uh, like, uh, what were we, it was a baked potato bar. And they had oh. like bacon crumbles and cheeses and sour cream. And it was a really inexpensive way for them to do like a catered thing. Right. But yeah, I think it's fun. Mm-hmm. Weddings, potato. The whole wedding thing. Well, and w- oh gosh. I was just at what had it's to so be much. outrageously expensive wedding. And I don't like, okay, so I your special it. day is going to be outrageous and fancy and okay. But I mean, you're people are asking the wedding party to do these vacation places plus to buy all these different outfits plus to give them gifts like it's just too much my nieces are in the wedding cycle where everyone's getting married and they have to go to nashville ten um Ugh, you know nashville. vegas oh, nashville's huge, huge for bridal memphis parties. nashville or vegas Ooh. and like every other week someone's getting married and then all the showers and the dresses and, and the matching caps What's the matching cups What's like there's the caps? Instagram picture with all of them with the, you know, friend of the bride. Oh, hats, yeah, that you and have then their the cup that says, Kaylee, Brittany, Kelly, Lonnie. 
It, it wouldn't say Lonnie. Lonnie. It really is. And it wouldn't say Mary. It's like Kaylee, Brittany, and they all end in I. <laughs> Instead of a Y. Yes. Mm-hmm. There, it's just that it's, feels like it's getting to just be a lot. It is. Okay. I'm glad that you approved because I thought that was kind of a fun one. Approver. I do approve of the cookie things. Yeah. I don't approve of the way they handled the invitation. No, and you we're don't not going to have a seat for you if you don't no. RSVP. But just to have a dessert wedding. Fantastic. Yeah, dessert and champagne. Well, yeah, as long as they know in advance. Right. You're dessert not and a big champagne. Meal. Like that just champagne. even made it better. Doesn't that sound good? French macaron. Oh, huh? macaron. <laughs> that was you. that was that would be fantastic. Well, she went to Paris, so she'll be speaking French intermittently yeah. throughout I the show. I was in France too. I was in Provence. Oh, you guys can speak Frenchy today. Oh, I forgot that you were in Provence. I was in Provence. I was in Languedoc. Okay. <laughs> we'll hear about wine country. Oh, Languedoc. It's just Languedoc. It sounds like a long duck. On the poop canals. Oh, I know. You told us the about canals that. The canals in the bite, in your bike. Oh. Yeah. Okay, when we come back, um, I'm curious if anyone gets into the summer TV obsession called game shows. I watched one last night. So stanky. You should see the world. Promise I could take your, take your dollar riding in the old school Chevy. It's a drop top. Booling with a All right, gang. Remember, Post Malone tickets are going on sale at 10 o'clock tomorrow morning at Excel Center. Those are going to be sold out, I think. Very, very, very exciting. That was Post Malone, in case you're running. Okay, so I got sucked in to can last... We just, can we just say that he's the face tattoo guy? Yeah. Because that's really, I think, how most people would know him. Well, if you looked at a picture of him. Or there's the other one, Takashi 699 or something. Yes. Those are the two face tattoo people. Which seems to be something more and more people are doing. Apparently. What mm-hmm. was I just... Oh, I was watching a, something the other day of a local woman I know, and she had the top of like a sword coming up out of her cleavage. Yeah. So you know, like, there's a dagger that's sure. all the way down her The front torso. of her body. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a good Pointing. marking spot in case she needs <laughs> a like, surgery. Wow, that's a lot. <laughs> that's a lot of ink. That's a lot of ink. Um, Yeah. I saw what I thought was kind of sexy um, a year ago in Grand Rapids. <laughs> Our waitress. <laughs> that's such an oxymoron. I know. But okay. It's so weird. <laughs> I don't even know if it was Grand Rapids. It was Michigan, so it was something else. But it was by Mackin Island. But our waitress had a tiny little line over her nose. Just a little faint blue line. She was American Indian, and it just looked really cool. Okay, Okay. because it kind of sounds like a wrinkle. No, it looked really sexy. Or a way to hide the wrinkle. It was weird. It really looked sexy. No, because she was young. She was like 21. Probably has some significance. I asked her, and it really didn't. But I just, because I said, wow, I've never seen that. And I thought it was sexy. I mean, I'd never, you know, kind of seen something like that. You use the word sexy a lot. And when I'm driving in my car and I'm listening to you, and I hear you say something sexy, like, I don't know if I've just been dead for so many years down there that I have <laughs> oh, no gosh. idea what that even means. But oh, Lord. like it, it when you say like something sexy, it stops me in my tracks and I think about it really differently. Really? Yes. The word sexy. And you say it kind of like you use it to describe things a lot. I do. Yeah. Do I need a new word? No. Do I need a new, it's no, just it's fine. like, whoa, like. I don't know. And it's so juvenile, maybe, to hear like the word sex and be like, oh. But it's but sexy. I, <laughs> no, I, I know. Lots I, of meanings. I, I, yeah, I just, I don't know. Yeah, I like that about right, you, that you're you. still firing on all cylinders. I am firing on all cylinders, and I'm hot.
Uh, game shows. Yes. Thank yes. you, Donnie. Okay. <laughs> Donnie, are we making you uncomfortable no. in your okay. workplace? Uh, please. All right. So, <laughs> sex, 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 sex. So it is. Yes. So it's the summer filler, you know. And if you don't want to watch the twins or a sporting event, and you want to, you're sick of all the Netflix stuff, and you don't want to get all in, where you can just turn from channel to channel to channel, and just kind of get into something. So I got into the Elizabeth Banks uh, game show, Press Your Luck. I watched it a little bit too. I, I do like her. I, I love her. I loved her She's dress. Great. I loved her personality. I loved the prizes. Were and you surprised that she was the hostess? Totally. But yeah. She, totally. But she was excellent she at it. She was great. She's the producer, too. Yes, she is. Yeah. And she did all of the, you know, she's doing, she did all those um, la, 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 choir, choir club things, you know, acapella group. Oh, Pitch Perfect. Pitch Perfect. Yeah, yeah. yeah, she was involved in those. She's got another one coming out. But I thought that was fun. She was also, wasn't she Effie Triscuit or Effie Trinkle in the Hunger Games movies? She was in them. Yeah, yes. I think she was she's, Effie. She's good. Mm-hmm. But I, didn't you kind of hang out for a little while? I did. And I've also found myself oddly, and these are not proud moments, oddly <laughs> spending time with the Ellen shows where they're like, the, they're doing obstacle courses sure. and yes, she's yes. flushing them down. It is a weird kind of just mindless. Mindless. Is anyone, I mean, because Shazam, I found myself. Because yeah. those people Shazam really play one. versus Lori and I. That someone sent in that we're going to have him play against us because he said, I'm sick of listening to you two play. Okay, that's hilarious. I know. So we're going to have him <laughs> play for I us, like maybe. Um, but press your luck. Joel McHale was everywhere you know, touting this new show and it's, it's, it was called, excuse me, it was called Card Sharks. It was on after. And that's an old show remake. I that, think so. Well, so that's what Don, your luck. So Donnie said, so is Press Your Luck. Yeah, they're both Okay. Old. Card and, Sharks, I remember. And then Match Game, Mario Cantone is on. And I, do I thought, like Match Game. I, you know, they're kind of, if for some reason, because I could read the book, The Plaza, which is due next Tuesday in the Lori <laughs> and Julia book club. Okay. <laughs> and I could, Read kind of and watch and read kind of. I mean, I'm really. Has the pyramid made a comeback? The pyramid. That's I on. Lo- Is it on? Oh yeah, it's back. Okay, because yep. I like. What was that show? Um, where you say one word. Password. Password. No. Yeah. Pyramids I have an old, like that too. I have an old password Catch game phrase. at the cabin. I do too. Love. Yeah, we play that too. But I know all the answers now. I know all the cards. So I have to get. <laughs> you need a refill. I need refill. some refill new cards, but that is a fun game to play too. Mm-hmm. They're just kind of trying to get people to like do word games is fun. I try to get people to play games all the time. I have found (laughs) I've gotten my game playing itch scratched by like boggle online with strangers. Oh, and I still do words with friends. You have internet at your cabin. Uh, We do. I've worked hard to get it, but we do. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Believe it. <laughs> Sometimes it's one bar, but I right, have it. Right. So you do the words with friends still. Yeah. I actually stopped and now I'm back again. Mm-hmm. And I try to play with people I don't know so that if I end up just getting distracted and ditch the game, I don't feel you don't so bad. You don't feel bad. That there you... is a lady that listens to this station, though, that I play with. Really? Yeah. She found me and we play. In Words with Friends. Mm-hmm. And it... I'm not that good at it. Your brother was really good at it. He gave me some tips and tricks and he made me better. And he quit. I, I used to play with him, but he quit. He quit. He took up straight reading. <laughs> I think he just went back to books. 100%. I do. Which I is like always a better endeavor. Straight reading. Well, you know what I mean. <laughs> Instead of thinking of spelling words. Well, we're going to... There's this this um, story we're going to talk about at the 4 o'clock hour about um, different ways to use your brain uh, and to help you with Alzheimer's and dementia later on in life. You know, this oh, new good. study. No, this new study about it. But I think doing the word games and playing Sudoku yes, and that's very true. trying the passwords yeah, and... And just continuing to do word things. But once you played Cards Against Humanity, you know it also. You know, that got old. You remember Cards Against Citizens yeah. Against Humanity? It was Cards then, Against Humanity. What's my meme? Does anyone have a new one out there? Oh, I played that. What's my game? meme? That was the worst game ever. It, I thought it was kind of funny. 651 641 What's Blockus? Blockus. B-L-O-K-U-S. You play by yourself with the pieces. No, you play with another. You have to play with at least two people. But the metal, the metal chips, the little chips that you make designs with? Sort of. Oh, I love that. I play, yeah. Yeah. You'd make squares. I played that with my nephews. I used to play that. You fill up as much space on yeah. the board as you can. Yeah. yeah I liked Blackus. You like Blackus? Mm-hmm. In the uh, 1972 Dodge Explorer <laughs> van that what? we are. Yes. You can follow us on Wonderbread van that we are restoring. Uh-huh. There was a cupboard full of games. Oh, really? And they had a game called Mastermind that's oh, for know. two people oh, yes. with marbles. Yes. Mm-hmm. Is that fun? Because I kept I, it. I can't remember. I said to Kurt, there's going to be a rainy day that we're going to need this. Takes a while to play. It is okay, it like perfect. Monopoly yeah. or Risk uh, or something well, like that? Well, like Risk. Okay. Yeah. But right. I there are some old school games. Like and Password would have been great to have found. Oh, I, I bought it at like Goodwill. Yeah. But I do need re- refill cards, you know, to do that. You know, and my favorite game always is Rush Hour. But it's it's more individual where you have that that oh. 12 by 12 platform and you drive the cars in a lane yes. to try to get them out of the traffic jam. But we lost one car and now the whole game is moot. Well, I, you can buy additional cars. And I went when um, Creative Kids stuff was closing and they said that one right away. It's such a great game for your mind. Remember they had a jungle one too. Oh, I didn't play jungle the jungle animals. one. Oh, very same maker, but yeah, we have very that one nice. Too. Okay, Ruby, do you have a game? Hi. That, hi, do you have a game we should be playing this summer? I have two games at our cabin that I haven't heard talked about yet, and they are so much fun. Okay, tell me. Number one is Clay Mania, which is like Pictionary, except you make it out of play doh. Oh, fun! <laughs> so much fun. Well, we got to hurry. We're running out of time. Sorry, Ruby. Okay, give me the second one. Give me the second one. Wizard is the second one, and it's a card game that's very fun. Okay, Wizard. I'm going to look okay. it up. Thank you, Thank Ruby. You. Yeah, sure. I waited till Thank the you. very end before I said, give us a buzz. Thanks, everybody. All right, so when we come back, 
Oh, gosh. We're going to catch up with all the latest hot spots in the Twin Cities with Stephanie. This is My Talk 1071. You're listening to Lori and Julia. with us on this Thursday enjoying the sweaty sassy weather out there I hope um okay so you just scared me with something that you said oh my gosh the Lion King reviews are in and the Star Tribune gave the Lion King one and a half stars was that Chris Hewitt I would assume his I didn't click into it because right now I kind of I was actually kind of interested in seeing this. I love the music. I've seen some trailers that have been really powerful, and I love the cartoon. I love like my daughter. That was her favorite movie. So I was it's like, maybe Chris I'll Hewitt. go see it. He didn't like the it. The Lion King remade, and they shouldn't have. Pointless remake reminds us that the 1994 Lion King is an improvable, is an unimprovable gem. <laughs> So does that mean, I wonder if he was just bored because the story was the same and you have the CGI with these animals? Well, um, you know, the voices were so excellent. The cast in the first one. Um, I'm excited for Beyonce's album. Yeah. And the spirit video you guys were saying is super good. Oh my gosh, it's amazing. But um, Yeah, it is Chris Hewitt. It is Chris Hewitt. Yeah. Wow. I'm just, it's 55% on Rotten Tomatoes. That's not good. No. Okay, how do you it'll be people will go anyway because everyone the kids will want to go. Yeah. You know, everyone's gonna want to go to that, but wow. If I see that silly Pandora jewelry commercial one more time, have you seen that one? When at a movie theater? No, it's on TV and it's like it shows the beginning of the Lion King trailer and you get kind of excited that it's gonna be the trailer, and then it shows like a gold ingot of the lion. And then it pans out slowly to the bracelet and the, the, the merchandising around Pandora it is, crap you can buy. I'm just like, really? You just ruined the movie for me. But it sucked you in and you it remembered that where you can get that damn lion it. thing yes. at Pandora. You're right, Julia. It, it sucked you in. So 55%. You can see it tonight in movie theaters because I'm taking the boys and I are going to go see um, Spider-Man tonight. My big boys. Yeah. Maybe I should go to a movie tonight. I'm well, fasting, gonna, so I, all I'm doing is obsessing well, I, about food. No, you're fasting for the day. Yeah, I just the Melrose commercial just played, oh. <laughs> and I was like, oh well, I know might I'm, have a problem. And here. I got to be honest, that's why I'm going too. Yeah, because I'm trying not to eat. <laughs> okay, what is wrong with us? That we are going. No, to we're movies. going to movie theaters because uh, I can't so sit home. We don't want to eat. I know. No, it's I cannot bad. sit home. And I'm, I'm trying not to drink tonight. Same. Because the whole summer, it's just been one <laughs> frosé wine fest after another. <laughs> Is this really you too, Julia? <laughs> Hilarious. No, like you it. have no idea. Yeah, no, I do. Because I'm you like do. bootleggers and wine and I'm entertaining all summer. And I'm going to someone's cabin this weekend. Oh, and, you are. Well, I'm going to Big Top Chautauqua. I'm going to see Lyle Lovett in the Wonder Bread van. Are you really? The van we're restoring, yes. We have to take it on a trip before we take it all the month of September. We're going to California. So we've been restoring this van. And it's not like a fancy van. Like, I think we bought it for $2,000. I had to actually drive it 
it's very challenging to drive it, and it doesn't go past like sixty two. Oh gosh! So I was I like, can we my... really get to California going sixty two? You can eventually, and, and, and Highway sixty one. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. there so, you go. Yeah, How so funny. we're having our inaugural trip, and the heat was blasting. I was like, we cannot drive to Duluth in the heat with the heat blowing on us. <laughs> so Kurt I, finally got it it's fixed. It's so funny that you guys are doing that. I love it. Well, this is something he's always wanted to do. Her yeah. husband has always wanted to, he was VW he bus. He had a VW bus. I know. And this is I a, bought all the sheets. I've bought vintage You're going to have so much fun. Hopefully. My sister has a little Shasta that I think would be fun to pull the trailer and go around the country. Tell me about what's happening in food right now. Okay. Where? So... What's a lot of new things are opening. Well, what's what is new and exciting? Okay, I just there's a couple of things that aren't necessarily new or exciting, but they're new to me, and okay. I think they were fun. Well, everything that will be new to us, okay, or me, Donnie yeah, goes out more. This than would I do. probably be new to you, and uh-huh. it's right close to the station, two places. Okay, so for my podcast, Makers of Minnesota, I've been talking to different people, and I went to Urban Growler today which is a brewery that is the first woman-owned brewery in the state. Yes. It's two women. They're a couple, Deb and Jill. Yes. And you can't believe how big this place is. And it opens every day at 1130 for lunch. So they have like a full kitchen. They make all their own beers. It has event space. They have game nights. They have a fish fry on Friday nights. All day on Tuesdays, they have pot chicken pot pie Tuesdays. Like, they were just the best. They were so funny and sweet, and it was great to hear their story. Uh, the beer was good, and I just had never heard of this place, and it's, it's literally right like here. a block away. So that was a pretty cool visit, and it was super packed for lunch today. Do they have the yoga on Sunday mornings? A lot of the breweries yeah. do have yoga on Sunday mornings. Yoga and beer, that's kind Able of Able Brewing has yoga right. in the mornings. Um, the Oh, I went also to a place that's also close to here. That again, I live in St. Paul and I'd never been to these places called Lake Monster Brewing. It's right here. It has the most gigantic outdoor patio, like a really, really nice outdoor patio. It's in an old converted train depot. So it's got all that exposed brick. Again, they do events. So if you wanted to have like a smaller wedding or a bachelorette party, they have a little like area for kids there. You go to some of these breweries and they're full of dogs and kids. I love that. Yeah, so it's really like a family spot, and they had great, uh, delicious IPA. It's a couple of guys that started it together, and they all have Do they kids. ever have wine or anything else besides beer? Some like of the them beer? are, they can't have other things in most cases because okay. they can only sell what they make. Got it. But some of them are making these like hibiscus rosé beers, Okay, and they're really quite good. Fair State has a beer that's called Roselle that I like a lot. Surly has a rosé beer. It's not my personal favorite, but a lot of people like it. Mm-hmm. Um, Liftbridge just has introduced hard seltzers that they make so they can sell them. I love And those beer. are like the Northwoods juice box, which is cranberry and apple. Those hard seltzers are really popular. So if you haven't been, there's 120 breweries now. Like they're everywhere. Serious? There was a great article that just came out in the Star Tribune that had 19 breweries that you can stop on on the light rail. So I saw that they're you a doing, I saw that like a pub crawl on the light yeah, rail or which something. Which is a great way to experience them. I thought that was a great idea. And all of them sell like three ounces. So you can, if you wanted to go to six tap rooms and just have three ounces at each tap room and taste a different beer, you could do that. Because mm-hmm. some of these beers can get kind of boozy. 
Yeah, right, because they know, have high alcohol they content. Can, they can, yeah, yeah, they can. Although a lot of the tap rooms now, the latest thing is they're trying to make lower alcohol by volume beers. They call them lawnmower beers. So the kind of beers you can have on a summer afternoon, and you can have a couple, and then you know still right. be safe. Right, got still it. Still mow the lawn. Yeah, mow the lawn, lawn or uh-huh. whatever else you're going to be doing. Oh, I love it. Um, so that's been kind of fun. Just I've enjoyed these last couple of visits with some of the tap rooms. Um, do you, so Rose Street Patisserie, that's at Selby Dale, and then they also have Patisserie 46 in South Minneapolis. Yes, John Krause, he's the baker, and his uh, wife, Elizabeth Rose. They're so, opening a new, like, full-service breakfast place. At Selby and Dale. It's actually at 7th Street. It's in the old Schmidt Brewery in the Beer Hall. Okay, is so, it, is it, so it's not in that other It's building. not in Keg and Case. Okay. It's across the street. And I'm going there tomorrow for breakfast. And they, I saw online, they have like a brioche French toast that just looked fantastic. <sighs> I know. Like, and he makes the best bread. And they're going to have a bread lab there. So they'll oh. be doing classes and different things there. Oh, yummy. So that's Rose Street Cafe. Okay, um, let me just ask you something. Sure. Okay, so um, as far as the um, the the parking situation, because I really think... I really think there's some areas I don't even go to anymore that I used to like to go to. Like? Selby and Western. Uh, okay. Like over Revival, Lagrola, yeah. that area That'd over be there. That'd for us. Because there's never anywhere to park. Do you ever find that? No. I know. Well, you live over there, but you know. So. Well, so you'd think I would know if there wasn't parking since I live there. I know. So you, I, don't, you don't find the parking situation no. a big deal? Okay. No. I feel like it's like going to, I mean, do you go to the North Loop ever? There's really no parking there, and people manage to find their ways. I really am finding, I go to golf clubs, I go to tennis places. I mean... Those all have gigantic parking lots, because they're in the suburb. They do. They really, really do. So if you're a city person, and you're enjoying the things that they have in the city... I would maybe encourage you to get on the Lime bikes, or the scooters. Well, I won't do a scooter. It's kind of fun. I know it. I just kind of fun. I, I've been He's such afraid. an anti-scooter person, like an I'm an anti-Amazon person, but yet I know sometimes you have to do it. It's sometimes <laughs> fun to get on that scooter when you're, you know, I, eight blocks from somewhere and you can get a little I lift. Know. I'm not I think lie. I know it. I got it. I know it. I think that would be fun. Right, you should gotta, try the fits because they have the deep dish pizza. That's right. We yeah. got to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to be talking with Jennifer Warner for her latest oh, yes. book, um, Mrs. Everything. You're listening to Lori and Julia. This is by Talk 1071. Welcome back, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us. Um, we have a Lori and Julia book club sponsor today. So our book club is brought to you by Wind Trail Books, located in Milton Square in St. Anthony Park, where you can buy our featured books in the store online at windingtrailbooks.com. We're so excited to introduce Jennifer Weiner. Your book, Mrs. Everything, is everything. We're so delighted oh, to talk to you. thank you. Wow. Thank you so much. It's so, this is a big deal for us. We, um, have a book club and we've been doing it for 18 years and we've never had you on yet 
And well, I'm delighted. I'm so happy to be here. Oh, so, you know, you're, this book is kind of a departure, I think, from what a lot of people are reading from your other more, let's just say, chick lit like books. Yeah, I mean, I think that my my books always had some some stuff going on. I mean, I think that they were always well, they were funny and lighthearted. They were always sort of addressing some issues. Absolutely. But with Mrs. Everything, though, I I started writing it. After- I'm Bradley Trainer, and I'm Don McLean. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like this: A list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out pretty sure that's j-lo and p.s the person behind all of this is chris jenner llc we drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends blinded by the item listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the blinded by the item youtube channel after the 2016 election and i i really kind of swung for the fences with this one there was a lot that I wanted to say and a lot that I wanted to talk about, about where women in America are right now, where we've been, where we're going next, maybe, and, and all the stories that go with that. And then you had, you know, you had some changes in your life where your, um, your editor unexpectedly quit. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> yes. and so you had some different things going on. Did that affect where this book went or anything? Yeah, you know, and it's interesting because I've been thinking about that a lot lately. So I had been working with the the same editor since my very first book, Good and Bad, way back in like the year 2000 is when I sold that book. So she and I had been together a long, long time. And um, when she left, it was really kind of devastating. And, um, you know, I was... I'd, I'd never written a book without her, and I struggled a lot at first, but now that I can look back, now that the book is done, I think that it ended up, I mean, I, I think that we both sort of maybe had some growing to do, and I think that what I thought was just going to be this like terrible, devastating death blow to my career, I think ended up being a really positive thing in the end. I, well, change sometimes while hard is always, it, you can always find something good in it. Yeah, that's exactly right. I mean, it was not anything that I wanted, and it was not a change that I expected. It was all very unexpected, but I think that it sort of galvanized me to really just tell this big, long, complicated story. That's where we need to start. Can you give everybody, Jennifer, the setup of um, Mrs. Everything? Yes. Okay. So Mrs. Everything is the story of two sisters, and they're born in Detroit in the Midwest in the 1940s. They grow up in the 50s, and they're teenagers and young women in the 60s, and we travel with them throughout their whole lives, through marriage, through motherhood, or, or no marriage and no motherhood, right. and we see, them, um, we see them have jobs, we see their romantic lives, we see the choices that they make, and then we see the next generation of, of women follow in their footsteps and, and have to struggle, in some cases, with a lot of the same things. So it's a look, it, it's, these, it's a story of these two sisters, but I think it's also really a look at America and a look at American history through the eyes of these two women. It's, it's such an amazing book, and you know, and I've been reading a lot of um, 
you know, your interviews online, Jennifer, mm-hmm. and um, talking about how Joe's character really ended up kind of being about your mom's life. Yes, that's true. So my mom, um, like Joe and Mrs. Everything, my mom was born in Detroit and went to the University of Michigan and married a man, married my father, and moved to the suburbs of Connecticut and ended up having four kids. And then my parents got divorced in the 80s. And 10 years after that, my mom fell in love with a woman. And we were we were all the four kids. We were all <laughs> very surprised, and no one saw it coming. And we all had lots of questions about the marriage, and and my you know had to be with my father, and she always wanted something else, and it just wasn't possible. And it made me think a lot, especially after I became a mother myself, about what her life really must have been like and and what her choices what what options she had and and how much of herself she could share with even the people who loved her and that story ended up informing a lot of Mrs. Everything, a lot of Joe's character who um, is attracted to women, but of course in the 60s and the 70s, that's just not, it's not okay, and it's certainly not a way you can have a family. And then also just sort of the larger question of what options do we as women really have, and how authentic can we ever really be? Oh, I'm just, I'm telling you, this book moved me. Lori's not here today. Um, she absolutely loved it as well. It just, I've, I've never read a book like this. And, and you know, and you've got, you know, Joe struggling with her mom wanting her to wear a dress at this early age. Why can't I just wear pants and be comfortable? And then you've got mm-hmm. Beth, who's perfect, but things mm-hmm. happen to her. And just, it just, yeah. it touches you in so many different places growing up as a woman, being a young girl, being a teenage girl, having unwanted hands on you, and then, yeah. you know, growing in life and not having choices because you think you're different, but is that okay? It's just, this is one of, it really is just a hit. It's just so well, different and wonderful. So, thank you so much. I mean, I wanted women who read it to see themselves in the stories. I wanted them also to think about their own mothers and their own sisters and their own daughters and to look at the world and and see what still maybe needs to change in order for all of us to live our most happy and authentic lives. And, you know, it was interesting writing it in the wake of the 2016 election and writing it also in the heart of the Me Too movement, because that was all going on when I was telling these stories and just realizing how common these experiences are among women. I mean, I don't know any woman anywhere who doesn't have some kind of story about a situation like that, whether it was in her romantic life, whether it was at work, about hands on her that she didn't want, like mm-hmm. you said. And um, we in, in Mrs. Everything, that happens to Bethy when she's a teenager, and she doesn't even have the language to right. talk about it, to tell her mother what's going on. You right. know, the best that she can do is this this relative is, is hugging me too long, and, and her mother really doesn't even know what to do with that. And it made me think just about the power of language and how you can't solve a problem that you can't name. And just the the power of words and being able to have 
words about you know whether it's you've been you've been molested or you've been raped or you've been assaulted or hashtag me too as as the shorthand right and i mean it's just it it's it's still mind blowing to me how common those experiences are because when i started doing the tour for this book and i started doing readings and doing events and doing public speeches and talking about Bethy's story, so many women come up to me afterwards and they will tell me, you know, that was my story or that was my sister's story right. or that was my mother's story. We just, and have, we just, just have like a minute left and I'm so yep. bummed. But yes, I agree. I just want let, to let everyone know this book is very entertaining. It's a powerful, moving read. And if, you know, it puts me in the place of what my parents my mom went through you know how far we've Mm -hmm. come to Mm -hmm. looking back Mm -hmm. it's just it's really wonderful and it's thought-provoking and it's just a page turner we give it a five 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 thank you jennifer weiner this (laughs) thanks so much for having me i i hope everyone will pick it up and enjoy it i i will and and you know i just i admire you standing up for women authors um, you know, we talked to an author a week here and what you've done and, um, you just keep on writing because your words are so compelling and rich. So thank you. Oh, thank you very, very much. Absolutely. We've got a couple books to give away. If you call us at 651-641-1071, the book is by Jennifer Weiner, Mrs. Everything, five stars, hands down in just this book is just opens your eyes to a lot of different things how far we've come and how far we haven't as women. And it's just delicious. So with that, we're going to be back and we're going to, uh, oh gosh, we're going to, we've got a lot coming up in this. I've got goosebumps. I've got goosebumps. That was Jennifer Weiner. That was really cool. Donnie, thank you. All right, we'll be back.